This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. I am calling for the resignation or termination of any school official that knew that the drag show was going to be part of the event and willfully took children to the event. They need to resign or be terminated immediately. It's got a lot of officials in Jefferson City this morning going, huh, what's next? A lot of folks responding to a conversation that we had with our Attorney General Andrew Bailey yesterday. I'm encouraging you to go to our websites, kwos.com and 939theeagle.com. Brian Housworth has posted that interview in its entirety. I thought you were going to say it has a lot of folks in Columbia updating their resume. It has got folks updating the resume. And here's what's blowing me away is the local news outlet's reaction and politicians. We have state representatives reacting to what happened on this little old local radio station. That's why we love local radio, by the way. Right. Small local radio, things that impact you, things that are happening right now. By the way, weather is going to be impacting a lot of us to a varying degree starting overnight. We're going to get to that here uh, in a a few minutes. Uh, Somebody went to one of the websites and listened to our conversation yesterday with Andrew Bailey, and I think they said it best. They said, I didn't know if our attorney general, knowing what's happening again to to, to school-aged kids here in mid-Missouri and and being taken to the city-sponsored event uh, where kids, unbeknownst to parents, were taken. There were drag performers. City was saying, I think the original word we got from the city was 15 minutes. Uh, Inclusion is saying it was 20 minutes. Well, 15, 20 minutes. But percentage-wise, that's a big difference. In time, as a matter of fact, coming up seven ten, we're going to explain why inclusion and these people that are trying to explain away what happened—they've got it completely wrong. And I think we can do this very nicely by using facts. We don't need to attack them; we can attack their their lack of grasp on the facts and their their lack of why this is so concerning. And you should be concerned, I would think. Whether you have kids, whatever school district, by the way, public school district, I mean, most of them, I think, here in mid-Missouri, we stand on pretty solid reputations. Southern Boone, yeah, uh, Callaway County Schools, a lot of them stand on solid reputations, unfortunately, for the Columbia Public School District. And more importantly, for the, I think it's almost 3,000, 2,500, almost 3,000 people employed, one of the bigger employers in, uh, in uh, Boone County, uh, I, I feel bad um, uh, for them because there's some people that does the, that are doing incredible work and unfortunately it's the Columbia Public School District continuing to put their foot um, in their mouth and just do some really dumb things and that's not even, by the way, not even talking about the dropping test scores that have been going on uh, for a while. That's excluding that because I don't want to pick on that. And it's really about transparency. I mean, we can disagree on a lot of the woke issues and I can understand that I have different, differing perspectives from certain other parents especially inside of Columbia. Um, But I can also agree that, you know, as a parent, I should have a choice about what my kids are exposed to. So, you know, had that permission slip said, hey, by the way, there's going to be a performance at the end of the show. As a parent, you know, some parents could have said, yeah, I'm fine with that. And other parents could have said, you know what, that's not for me. Um, But ultimately, it should have been the parent's choice. And Columbia keeps getting told over and over and over, look, I'm not 
for a lot of parents, I'm not okay with this woke stuff going on, but at least if it's going on, be transparent about it and let me decide. And, you know, and they just, they've, they've fallen down and fallen down and fallen down. And when parents stand up, they've tried to shut them down. And it, and it's really frustrating. I think school districts uh, around mid-Missouri who are doing a better job of communications. We saw Southern Boone hire someone, their first PIO. Um, I think he's doing a great job putting out a lot of information, informing parents. Matt We're Trump. getting... Um, your whole buddy. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I would say I get too many emails from <laughs> school. They over-communicate. Um, but, but that's okay. Right. I, I would okay. I would rather be in that situation than feel uninformed and feel like the school district is, you know, pulling the wool over my eyes. The the one thing, too, we should point out, and uh, Stephanie brings up some very good points, Brandon, the reaction for people that are just tuning in that maybe just listen to the Eagle, the, the, this this interview has been picked up everywhere i mean uh local television stations have tried to tried to link to it uh they've referred to it uh, apparently there are lawmakers who've issued a statement about it but i do want to bring your attention to um and this is a, a respectful uh reaction but it's from brianna len in the boone county clerk she says she wants to echo support from the com for the como values diversity planning committee she says she was there cps como above which is the city and the participants created a beautiful program to reflect our community quote I've attended many breakfasts this year was one of my favorites, end of quote. So she is defending what happened, as is Representative David Tyson Smith. I've not seen this apparent statement from a couple of lawmakers saying something about it was dangerous comments from the attorney general. You referenced that. That was in a television report. I've not seen anything like I that. I think that was KOMU Channel 8. That's why I was asking. Like, KOMU <laughs> has a story on it and said some people has, has said it was uh, uh, dangerous and uh, and, and John, that's the problem. We love Brianna Lennon to death. She does a great job, but she is part, really, that mindset. What she said, I will say that. She is not part of the problem. What she said is part of the problem. Uh, we support this event. Yeah, everybody supports the event, the Martin Luther King. And that's how people are trying to deflect in gaslight and that whole thing with transparency. Um, and we're going to cover some more of this at, uh, at uh, a little bit after 7 o'clock. Our takeaway, my takeaway was when we had the attorney general in studio yesterday, he said, it, basically to paraphrase, he took them to task for trying to hide behind yep. diversity. Yep. And what they're lying and it's our bet. Oh, you guys don't support diversity. And that's why these people are sick, really, and wrong. And you talked about transparency and we talk about the politics, the overall big picture politics. And we talk about progressives and Democrats and conservatives and moderates and Republicans, independents, libertarians, whatever it is. This is the issue. It is a very consistent behavior with Democrats who are the ones that are, are missing the point on this. If uh, I think I've got it right, David Tyson Smith, Brianna Lennon, amongst other Democrats, they are Democrats that are getting this wrong. Nobody is against this event. We're against the way the Columbia Public School District once again fumbled the ball on communicating with the parents. But that issue, transparency, tell us. And then we're getting, because remember at first, we had David Seaman say, well, the, most of the event is unknown to the public. That was David Seaman when this thing first came out. The jaw, the jawjacker for the Columbia Public School District was on the planning committee for the city. Uh, and then they were directing, well, if you have any questions about the event, direct them to the city. And now the school is responding. They're not doing themselves any favor. But to the point of progressives and transparency uh, and Democrats as a whole and progressive. Let's go back to January 21st of 2021. This is 
two years and three days ago. The Vice President Harris and I and our entire administration will always be honest and transparent with you about both the good news and the bad. Right. How transparent have they been? It's a Democrat progressive thing. Uh, uh, you, you shade, you really, you, you gaslight, and you're not transparent. You do the exact uh, It's like I used to love Fox News when their phrase was, Fox News, fair and balanced. You're marketing your whole thing. Successfully, by the way, fair and balanced, you're marketing your whole thing on the opposite of what you are doing. That's what these Democrats and progressives are doing. Uh, we have more on this 710. Welcome into the show. What do you got? Well, me? just uh, I think there is one other tweet, Stephanie, you can pull this up because this is this is probably the hardest hitting one I've seen uh, today. Former state representative Stephen Weber, who might be a favorite to be the next state senator. He's defending Mayor Buffalo on Twitter and he writes this. He, he links to David Tyson Smith's letter and he says we can't let quote we can't let incendiary bad faith attacks against vulnerable communities go unchallenged end of quote that is maybe the strongest worded statement I've seen yet that's just ridiculous and so they're painting us all as you know anti drag show anti and I said <laughs> I have purchased tickets and attended a drag show as a consenting adult you know what I didn't do I didn't take my fifth grader um and that was my choice as a parent. Um, and so it, 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 does, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with parental choice. And I think and, and advancing a conversation that I don't want to have with my child. And so I, I imagine my child going and saying, and, and I think, you know, maybe if it was just the singing, maybe maybe it could have gotten, it would be less impactful. But I think here the tipping really bothers me as a mom because I think if my kid came home and said, hey, I saw all these people as they were singing the song, handing the person money. And I can see him saying, hey, you know the person who sang the national anthem, the person from choir at the front of the program who stood up, they didn't get any money. Why do they give these people money and not that money? And how do you explain? Well, typically when you go to one of these shows and the history and I, I don't I don't know as a mother how now I'm forced to have that conversation a conversation that I don't want to have with the fifth grader that should be your choice yeah. to have that conversation yeah and there uh, yeah it, it's frustrating and that's why inclusion and I say you've been to drag shows that the the guy who's been speaking on behalf of inclusion I've hung out with this guy before man we hung out at Shakespeare's we had pizza and had some beers I had more than beers than he did, but, you know, that was back in the day. Uh, good dude, but he's getting it wrong. He's getting it wrong. Hear what he has told local news outlets. We're going to do that coming up 710 this morning. Here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, Brian Houseworth. There is Stephanie Bell, one fired up parent this morning. <laughs> good morning. Uh, Mr. John Marsh is here. Not as fired up as her, though. So here's one of the ways somebody who they went to the websites, kwos.com. Really, I would encourage you, go listen to that conversation with our Attorney General, Andrew Bailey. Listen to it for yourself. kwos.com, 93.9theeagle.com. Uh, uh, one of our listeners went and listened to it, and they said, I didn't know if our Attorney General, because he was so passionate, like, he's passionate not because, he's passionate because he's the, our state's top law enforcement official, passionate because he's got kids. And they said, I didn't know if Mr. Andrew Bailey was going to cry or unload an AR-15. <laughs> because he, you, you, see, you see what I'm saying? He was just so... He was fired up. Fired up. Marsh, keep... Uh, weather. Uh, this looks like it could start affecting us tonight into tomorrow morning. And the weird thing about this, uh, it's 
depending on where you are in mid-Missouri, we're always right on that line. What do you see in here in the next, uh, when we get up this time tomorrow, what are you seeing for southern portions of the listening area compared to northern portions of the listening area, John? It sounds like it's going to move in the rain by about 6 in the Columbia-Jefferson City area, maybe maybe 8. And then 4 tomorrow, like you said, by the time we get up, 4 to 6 inches Lake of the Ozarks. Two to four for areas along south of I-70. That includes Columbia and Jefferson City. And then you get north of I-70 and up towards northern Boone County. They're just saying one to three. Wet, heavy snow, much like that last snow we saw that's... uh on the push off. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathert. An FDA advisory committee meeting Thursday. The FDA and a new proposal. I want to ask before we get into the daily DC rundown with 70 Bell, before you tell us the story, what was your reaction to this story? Told you so. Yes, that's exactly. I'm like, haven't, haven't a lot of his smart people been saying this for a long time? All right, what's this proposal? Let's get into the daily DC rundown with Stephanie Bell. Here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Well, they're calling it a simplified approach. I'm calling it the common sense approach. And they're essentially saying the COVID vax is going to be like the flu shot. You're going to get it every year. That's what they're going to recommend. And they're saying they're having a really tie, really hard time selling it to the American people, the booster, while 80% of the population has had one uh, dose of the vax. Only 16% of folks have had the latest booster. Um, and so they've got a meeting on Thursday. We got this uh, briefing and uh, that's the common sense approach that they are going forward with, which at the very beginning, everyone said, it's the flu. Yep. It's going to be like the flu shot. And they're like, it's not the flu. It presents like the flu. Um, and now, by the way, CDC investigating one of the vaccines. Uh, and now you get the shot like the flu. We know prominent doctors have gone on to some of the national news outlets and saying, hey, we and we weigh. And there's one of them, Dr. Lena Wen said, man, I oversold this because we kept saying, here's the number of people that died with COVID. The number, look at it, millions of people died with COVID. And they're saying, yeah, they died with, not because. I told you so. Yeah, it, it's bad. So uh, maybe you can decide when you go in to get your annual flu shot, Brandon, to also I get, I know, I know, get the annual COVID right, shot. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this is really crazy. Someone scammed U.S. Senator uh, Jerry Moran's reelection campaign out of almost $700,000. So you think like we hear about these like smaller local scams, $700,000. Um, I'm wondering, was that SBF? Didn't he scam a bunch of politicians <laughs> out of some money? Um, but apparently he had to report to the Federal Election Commission um, that there was fraudulent activity on his campaign account. Um, I guess he got like a, his, well, he had an accounting firm, um, but they got some false invoices for like a media company and they just wired this money to, you know, in response to these invoices. And it turns out uh, it was fraudulent. By the way, on that SBF stuff, we know he took the money and we know the Democrats took his money. Why is no one saying, hey, Democrats, you know, all that fraudulent SBF money that you took? We want that back. That's like traceable, right? 
Yeah, I, I agree, but uh, rules for thee, not for, for, yeah. for me. Uh, also, in our neighboring state of Illinois, uh, the Attorney General is asking the state appellate court to dismiss a temporary restraining order on their new ban on semi-automatic weapons. Uh, it's a two-week-old law. Uh, Pritzker signed it into law on January 10th. It's very unpopular, apparently so unpopular that 90 of the state's 102 sheriffs said they're not going to enforce it. Um, but the court put a temporary hold on it. Now the AG is saying, hey, court, take off the temporary hold so we can ban all guns, basically all semi-automatic Does guns. it seem like it's just made? I want to ask Chris Arpsis. He's going to be joining us here uh, coming up 635. Does it seem national news outlets are backing off gun control, gun control, gun control, because they know it's not worth it? And I heard the, sec- the second shooting in California was also the- done by a gun that was... This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. I'm so excited that you get to experience a bit of the thoughts I hear every single Enjoy. Chris, Chris, Chris. Chris, Chris. Arps from the website, Chris Arps. What do you, what do you, uh, what kind of thoughts are you dropping into Becky's head this morning? Let's start with uh, a whole bunch of things. You know, before we get there, you know, I think I'm going to have to start asking for the uh, Dick Morris treatment. Do you know what that is? No. But we. <laughs> but John John Marsh will enlighten you with a great story here. What's what's the what's the uh, Dick Morris treatment? You know we've had Dick Morris on our show in St. Louis on a couple of times, and uh, the producer made the mistake of calling him like a minute or two before he is supposed to come on, and uh, he told our producer uh, call him when he's about to come on. He doesn't like to wait. Yeah, we got that too, and uh, John Marsh completely savaged him. John, tell, tell Christopher Arps your Dick Morris story, please. We had we had longtime pollster, as you know him, Dick Morris on from the Clinton era and all, and I just batted a question at him. He was touting his, you know, being able to call the elections for decades, and I asked him about a certain election where he said, "Well, Mitt Romney's going to run away with it." And, didn't quite happen that way, and we asked him what happened. He blamed it on Hurricane Sandy for their polling being uh, <laughs> It's never Dick's fault. Never his fault. God. He's a political genius. <laughs> the lines were down, so we missed our missed our prediction. <laughs> and I, as, as, as I'm glad Stephanie brought that up. I do recall we called like a few <laughs> minutes early, and and he was a yeah. not very nice person. Uh, and on the phone, you know who else? And I don't say this talk ill <laughs> about them. But um, Bill O'Reilly, we have Bill O'Reilly on. He does actually does a feature uh, here on the station. Mm-hmm. It's like five fifty uh, every morning. Um, but we had him on, and he was he was really rude to. to Did he say, "I'll do it live"? <laughs> I'll do it live. Did he say that? Oh my gosh! You if know what that's from? Yeah, that was from his days when he did Inside Edition, <laughs> when he did like entertainment TV. Have, right. you, have you seen the famous uh, out? Oh my gosh, the outtakes! If you get a chance, you go to YouTube, look for the Bill O'Reilly outtakes. He's trying to cut like a promo, and he can't do it. Well, and the equivalent of you know, call me back when you're ready is the Do you know who I am? Yeah, <laughs> so rude. Don't you know who I am? Uh, I, I just thought but, that was weird. But Chris Arps is a big deal. Yeah, that was only the second time maybe we've had it. But but Chris Arps is a big deal. He might not have enough time to hang on the line for us. 
Yeah, that's true. That's an extra few minutes more sleep I could be getting. <laughs> All right. Chris Harps is here. I'm Brandon Rather. There's Stephanie Bell. Good uh, morning. Brian Housworth, John Marsh, all hanging out with us here this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, 874 9390 874 9390 Chris Harps is here. Uh, let me, what, so what do you, uh, we open up with uh, uh, your lovely wife, Becky. Yes. Who yes. Uh, is uh, yeah, every single morning i have to listen to his thoughts what what have you been bugging her about this morning what's the first thing that was on your mind this morning and that you started bugging her about well i don't know if it was something that i was bugging her about but uh, we were talking about a subject that i hope that we cover uh, uh what's going on with the columbia public schools with the uh, middle middle uh, school kids being taken to a to a drag show for diversity uh, week, yeah, uh, whatever it was, month, which is crazy. Well, they went, it, was, it, included, it was an event sponsored by the city of Columbia. There were drag performers there. The John Jacker for the Columbia Public School District, as a matter of fact, was, was on this planning committee for this event. And we're getting conflicting stories, as we do quite, uh, quite often, in my opinion, from the Columbia Public School District. Attorney General Andrew Bailey. He was on the show yesterday mm-hmm. and called for the resignation of anybody that knew. And he's citing specific laws. And I'll tell you what was really interesting yesterday. I'm like, okay, because I try to be F and B, fair and balanced. And I asked, sure. I asked the attorney general, I said, at what point, because if you watch it, no matter how distasteful you think drag dancers are, you watch it. I'm like, okay, there's nothing sexual. And I asked him, at what point? Do you think it was sexual? And his answer, and the thing that's got my, uh, the parents sitting to the left of me this morning, the thing that's got them both riled up? Well, he, he said it's the whole thing is basically, yeah. th- that was the whole intent. But he also pointed back to the statute and said, look, the statute doesn't necessarily talk about it being sexual it talks about does it go against the re- a reasonable person's like the common i've i'm gonna have common to, decency yeah but, but he's like and mm-hmm. the fact that so many parents have called and you know called and complained is proof that you know it, it does uh, you know what are the reasonable standards here for how a parent would think you know this would be interpreted and and, it, and i think he's right on that and the, the you know, point I, when one of our local elected well actually it's more than one uh, there were a couple, including Andrea Weiner, said when when the adults in the room, uh, who incidentally elected politicians amongst others, mm-hmm. when they started tipping, he says that's that's where it drew the line, especially. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be all preaching everything, but you know, the Bible says that a child's mind is fertile ground, and I think part of the reason why they're doing these drag shows in kindergarten and in middle school is because of that reason. One, I think they want to show these kids they're trying to convince them that there's no such thing as genders that you, your gender can be whatever you want and i also think they do it to try to create a a uh, a a chasm between parents and their children like you know you wouldn't i think the parents would be like you know what uh the kids are like you know if these if our if these leaders are taking us to a show like this then there must be nothing, there can't be anything wrong with it. It must be okay. You know, they're adults. They're our leaders. And these children, they look to them as leaders, and they think this is okay um, uh, to do this. I think it's just it's completely wrong, and I'm tired of the sexualization of our children. Leave them alone.
Yeah, it's disturbing. As a matter of fact, coming up at 710, we're going to dismantle any argument that we've heard because we're at fault, Christopher. Christopher, you're not inclusive. You hate the LGBTQ lifestyle. You hate MLK Day. That's what city leaders, state leaders, school board leaders, it's our bad because taxpayer dollar was taxpayer money was used for this event. And by the way, the parents who signed permission slips weren't told what was going to be happening. We're going to cover more of that at 710. Uh, so another shooting. Uh, actually, it was a couple overnight in California, uh, at least three, two that were related, seven dead there, uh, several more people shot in Oakland, California, one killed, this on the heels of the shooting over the weekend, almost 20 people um, dead, uh, uh, caused at the hands of crazy people. People always say, what's the motive for mm-hmm. this? Crazy. Chris Rock used to say, well, how about crazy? <laughs> exactly. Is that motive That's enough? the only motive for <laughs> it. There is, no, there is no motive. You don't need a motive to go out and, and uh, hear voices and go out and kill a, kill a bunch of people. And we keep hearing the same gang arguments that it's the gun. We need to put more restrictions on, on, uh, on guns. There's two things always about that. One, the people that commit these heinous crimes, they always receive their guns uh, legally, we're, we're in legal uh, ownership of them. And the second thing, criminals aren't going to follow gun laws. You know, I sent you an article uh, about uh, what happened over the weekend where two 15- and 16-year-olds were shooting at the police um, at the St. Louis City Foundry, which is a, a, a concert venue. Uh, one of them had a fully automatic weapon. They had some type of device that you can add to it to make it fully automatic. 15 and 16 years old, shooting at the police. Um, the police captured them, arrested them. Um, the juvenile hall told uh, told them to uh, remand them back to their uh, to their parents. Nothing happened to them. Shooting at cops. Shooting at cops. 15 to 16 years old with an auto sear. I'd never heard of that before. Some type of device that makes those uh, guns fully automatic. And uh, the, the police uh, were told to to uh, to uh, remand them back to their parents. That's uh, that just blows me away. You shoot at law enforcement and uh, you go back home. But there's a Mayor Lyda Cruson. I don't know if it was her. Somebody had been in. There is a an ordinance in St. Louis because a lot of these these guns. Uh, by the way, they're they're stolen. And I had an interesting yeah. conversation with a guy who's in Southeast Asia this morning. But he would he he was a regular guest for years on Gary with Guns, something Gary Nolan hosts here on the radio station every Saturday. Gary with Guns, and this guy he he teaches uh, uh, safety, teaches you how to use guns, teaches you how to defend yourself. And I'm wondering about this city, city ordinance says you could be fined if if there is a a gun. When you're not in your car, your gun has to be stored safe. I think locked is the specific language. Um, so these criminals that aren't going to uh, 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 buying guns through legitimate means, they're, they're stealing guns more often than not. And I asked this guy, he trains personal safety, I said, why is it some people get upset whenever you use the phrase responsible gun owner? And this guy who's all about guns and the Second Amendment, more so than anybody you would know, he said, because he says, I think some gun owners, they, they take umbrage because they think you're criticizing all gun owners. And we say, no, we're talking about responsible gun ownership. Um, interesting conversation. Are you familiar with that ordinance in St. Louis? Uh, I am not, but it doesn't surprise me, you know. 
the way these ordinances and laws are now that they don't want to blame the criminal. They want to blame you instead. So, you know, because you may have left your door unlocked or your window cracked or something and a criminal, you know, gets in and steals your gun, it's your fault. You're the one that's supposed to be sanctioned. Wasn't there like a service that would sit outside of the Cardinal Stadium that would lock your gun up for you and hold it like you could check your gun? Someone, someone offered to do that, but there was so much, so many legal ramifications with it that it would probably be impossible to do. But someone did uh, offer that service where they would lock your gun up uh, for you. They would be outside Bush Stadium, and uh, you know, once you leave the game, you can get it back. But there were just a lot of legal stuff involved with this, Stephanie. I'm sure as you know, and they decided not to do it. Um, so I know somebody um, pretty intimately who does uh, spot security checks at stadiums, uh, mm-hmm. and they they go in, they try to conceal a gun and see if they can get past security. Mm-hmm. Probably shouldn't have said that out loud, but right. it's stunning <laughs> some of the things that are revealed. Uh, Chris Harps, chrisharps.com, is hanging out with us this morning here on Wake Up Mid Missouri. If you can hang out a few minutes, I want to get your take. So, apparently, a, an FBI agent uh, arrested, apparently working with the Russians. Uh, I want, uh, yeah. Well, you can't even make this stuff up, can you? I uh, know. And uh, again, it's probably somebody else's fault. Oh, it's not. There's more with Chris Harp. <laughs> this is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathard. To reflect, to understand, not jump to conclusions, and to look at our laws to see if there are gaps, to see what was missing. California Governor Gavin Newsom, uh, another uh, shooting in California. Uh, maybe we need some gun control laws. No, see, you already have some of the strictest in the country. And we were just talking about the that. The Second Amendment was a suicide pact. Did you hear him say that? Oh, gosh, I did not hear After that. After that. Yes, there's an art. There was a uh, uh, headline that said that. Well, and I, I'll go back to it, and I hope it doesn't sound callous. By the way, our guest Christopher Arps, ChrisArps.com. See him on Newsmax TV all the time. Writes for Red State. Great stuff. He posts all the great stuff. His wife posts all the time on <laughs> ChrisArps.com. Uh, there you go. And I don't want to sound callous, but so, you know, sometimes uh, bad things happen. Bad people yeah. uh, uh, do bad things. I don't want to sound callous at the loss of life, but that is a, a fact of life. Sometimes it happens more often than uh, than others. So coming up 710, by the way, we're going to break down what inclusion. This is the company that brought in the drag performers that the Columbia Public School District brought little kids to, their argument and how we're wrong. We're going to break that down, and we can do it very politely, and we can do it fact by point by fact. Point by fact, we're going to do that at 710. But I wanted to ask you before we let you go, Chris, Mm -hmm. uh, this story. Apparently, an FBI agent with ties to a Russian oligarch busted. And this keeps deepening the whole thing, the Trump and the Russian collusion and how Democrats went after him. Bottom line, this story for us. Well, it's one of these things where the same thing with Hillary Clinton, what they are accusing Republicans of doing, they are doing. Uh, Former FBI agent Bill McGonigal, I think that's his name, he was head of counterterrorism in the FBI field office in New York. He was also involved in the Trump-Russia collusion case. He was arrested over the weekend flying in from Sri Lanka uh, because he was uh, doing a deal with a Russian oligarch. Uh, he was basically trying to help this gentleman uh, get off of a sanctions list, uh, and uh, he was being paid by this gentleman, and uh, he was doing a lot of falsifying records and stuff so it wouldn't show that he was being paid by this Russian oligarch. But just the hypocrisy of 
them for the last six years talking about Russian collusion, Russian collusion, and then you have someone that's involved in the investigation is involved in Russian collusion. You just can't make this stuff up, Brad. Well, and it goes back, to, and I hate to, um, Stephanie brought this up earlier this morning because now all of a sudden the FDA is saying, hey, COVID vaccines, let's do it like the flu vaccine. So here's something we've been saying. This is the this is the fifth calendar year we've been talking about COVID-19, 2021, Fifth calendar year we've been talking about COVID-19 and now these vaccines. And I was saying uh, this, which presents like the flu. We know Dr. Lena Wen, Washington mm-hmm. Post columnist, law, uh, doctor on CNN said, hey, we way overcounted these. We were saying these are the number, these are the millions of people that died with COVID, not because of. Uh, but as Stephanie was saying earlier this morning, now we're going to do the COVID vaccine like the flu vaccine. Duh. We yeah. told you yeah, good so. Luck, good luck with that, though, because the shot doesn't work. My wife and I both uh, yeah. got the vaccine last year, and we both have come down with COVID. There are people that have gotten the vaccine, quote-unquote, and have gotten COVID two or three times. So good luck with trying to sell that as an annual shot to keep you from getting COVID when it's not working now. They said, I think, 80% of people got that first shot, and only 16% of people have gotten the last shot. And here's why. is because it's, it's again, you start lying. You need to wear a mask, Fauci said. Oh, you don't need to wear a mask. Doesn't make any difference. Oh, this is, it's not like the flu. Oh, the number's greatly exaggerated. When you have the national news outlets like MSNBC and CNN saying, yeah, we greatly over-exaggerated. This is not a story I'm making up. Dr. Lena wins. We greatly over-exaggerated it. And people will, it's like if you're in a relationship, if you're in an intimate relationship with somebody, if, if you lie enough, uh, the relationship comes to an end and you're done with them and people are, are done. Uh, it's it's the, the vaccine fatigue. Christopher Arps, chrisarps.com, yeah. writes for Red State Team on Newsmax TV all the time. When are you on Thursday. The news- Thursday. Thursday. What time? Uh, 5.36 and 7. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Oh, that's okay, dude. <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking we got like 12 seconds left before the show ends. Yeah, I'm, like, we, trying to we do. Be, well, be hi- us a saint. 